the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron Durokstra. The number of public events have been scheduled out of caution in the wake of the outbreak of the coronavirus. Around the world, governments are responding in a number of ways, mostly to calm fears and avoid the mass hoarding of needed items. In New South Wales, Australia, police there say there's no need for people to go out and panic buy at supermarkets. It's important to note the role of family and friends in supporting those in isolation, and also to note that online grocery deliveries services are now available in most parts of New South Wales, so there's no need to panic. U.S. officials are deciding where to dock a cruise ship in California with 21 virus cases aboard. And four American universities have canceled in-person classes as Western countries follow China's lead by tightening travel and other controls to contain the outbreak. Authorities in Florida reported the first two deaths away from the West Coast. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager explains truth according to the left. The left lies because truth is not a left-wing value. Please understand that. This is not an over-the-top charge. Truth is not a left-wing value. Since Pravda, it has not been. Since Lenin invented truth. Perfect name for the Soviet communist newspaper. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Hour 2 of the Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner Mitch Berg is right around the corner. But in case you miss Mitch or any of the other great Patriot shows, we are available in podcast form. All you have to do is go to our website, amtelvatothepatriot.com. Just click the podcast tab. There you have an access to a deep archive of interviews, conversation with the big happenings of the week, and other hot topics. That's amtelvatothepatriot.com. Click podcast. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. A beauty of a day, sunny and a high of 54. Is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. We we thought about opening today's second hour with the uh, Parliament Funkadelic Classic, We Got the Funk, because we're expecting Tom Funk to show up, however, uh, who's, by the way, running uh, for the Minnesota Senate against uh, Scott, Je- uh, actually to replace Scott Jensen. Uh, one of two excellent Republican candidates, along with uh, himself, uh, who, by the way, is amply qualified as the, uh, I believe, sitting mayor of Victoria, Minnesota. And uh, Julia Coleman, longtime friend of the broadcast, who is a sitting city councilwoman in Chanhassen. And uh, either one of whom would uh, represent the constituents of their district splendidly. And the only uh, downside is, really, we need them both in office, especially in that part of the city, which is... Uh, beset with progressives fleeing the inevitable results of the policies their party brings to the cities and the first ring and now the first two rings of suburbs and are metastasizing out throughout the third ring of suburbs into your Chenhassens, your Victorias, your Loretto's, places that are still, well, used to be reliable Republican, if not conservative territory, and now, well, Dean Phillips territory. Uh, terrible vodka, terrible, uh, <laughs> did I say Phillips made terrible vodka? It's terrible gin and rot gut vodka. I'm sorry. He's some of your elected representatives and I, um, I should be showing him some respect. And so I will show him some respect, but as for the product of his family's, uh, distillery, distilleries, liquor empire, uh, cheap liquor empire aimed mostly at high school and college kids who were 
looking for a cheap buzz uh, that they can get without a whole lot of muss and fuss. Terminator N is shaking his head. Yep. Uh, you know wherever I speak? Not the best memories with Phillips. No, probably very few memories at all, if I recall correctly. And even worse mornings. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Now we know, you, now we know you've been in radio. So anyway, yes. Thank you, Terminator N. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that, Anyway, that's a, that's an ad hominem. It has nothing to do with his service in Washington, D.C., his elective office. But it might give you some hint of what you can look forward to. And in fact, I don't know, it would be nice if the western suburbs and the 3rd Congressional District would wake up from its terrible hangover and, and put somebody decent into office here uh, to represent that district in, in uh, I shouldn't say decent. He's probably a perfectly fine human being, but he's just another run-of-the-mill, mealy-mouth, uh, center progressive, like like Angie Craig, who, with any luck, will be departing Washington here this uh, next uh, term as well, uh, hopefully. Anyway, the uh, when you talk about politics, oh, and, and by the way, we're hoping Tom Funk does show up, and in fact, we will keep the door figuratively open for him. And if it doesn't work out today, we'll get him, and Julia uh, Coleman, for that matter, on the broadcast here again at least once before the uh, convention happens. It's an important race. If you live in uh, that district, it's incumbent on you to get out there. And since there is no incumbent, <laughs> uh, since Scott Jensen is retiring from politics uh, to go back to presumably his medical practice, it is incumbent on you to get out there and choose uh, a good, can- uh, the best possible Senate candidate among two excellent choices. And to make sure that they get elected and sent to St. Paul. That's really what it's all about, making sure that uh, we hold, we being good Republicans, conservatives, people who have some fiscal sense, as little as the GOP exhibits that sometimes, it's still better than the opposition, making sure that one of these excellent candidates does, in fact, get elected to office. Uh, Or you're going to see the rest of the Metro slowly turning into more of what you get in Minneapolis and St. Paul. And when I say what you get in Minneapolis and St. Paul, I'm talking about, well, you, you get, you get people in the, uh, in, in, in the media talking about what a vibrant city the the twin cities are. Uh, vibrant is becoming a bit of a cliche for decayed, dilapidated, threatening, criminal, corrupt. I mean, in a sense, I mean, I think about it when I step in a puddle of vibrancy, when I'm on the green line, or uh, when I open up the morning news, turn on the morning news uh, broadcast and hear that uh, vibrancy has claimed another life out on Dayton's Bluff, or somebody in the Twin Cities is pleading guilty to vibrancy involving trafficking uh, underage minors from Latin America, or... uh, how vibrancy is is causing people to get attacked and and killed up and down University Avenue, or uh, how a man vibrated into a tent at a homeless camp and raped someone, or uh, every once in a while how someone practicing vibrancy uh, gets bad vibes when someone actually bothers to resist them. More power to them. Uh, and by the way, vibrancy charges happening down at the uh, in our court systems constantly here. That that sort of vibrancy is what you have to look forward to if if the tide of Democrat voters bringing godforsaken DFL policies out to the outer burbs doesn't get stopped somehow or they're reeducated uh, to to coin a phrase, but not a metaphor. Thank you very much. Has to happen uh, or. Your city will turn into what we put up with in Minneapolis and St. Paul. And we had a couple of examples, really red-letter examples of what what life in the cities themselves is like for those of us who are there. And what is coming for you, Mr. and Mrs. Chanhass and Mr. and Mrs. Victoria, Mr. and Mrs. Burnsville, Lakeville, uh, Prior Lake, Shakopee, if you don't stand a post here, politically speaking, pretty soon here. We've talked about some of the big issues, of course, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus's rally 
uh, last week is is about a big issue where the metro and greater Minnesota and even the outer rings of burbs have been squaring off against each other for decades. But just as important in many ways for people who aren't who who are not like me and who do not view the Second Amendment as a key litmus test on liberty, as I do, justifiably so. There are a zillion little quality of life issues, and and some of them are big quality of life issues. Like, for example, the fact that property crime in St. Paul this past year went up 12%. Homicides doubled. Violent crime in general tracked lower. But property crime, theft, vandalism, burglary, nonviolent property crime, car theft especially, theft of catalytic converters from cars, sharply up last year. Stuff that makes the quality of your life lesser, raises your insurance rates so you have less money to pay on education for your kids, on vacations, on improving your home. Here's another one that popped up this past week. City of St. Paul is looking into the notion of lowering its speed limits. Kathy Lantry, the public uh, service director for the city of St. Paul, said uh, in a recent interview, quote, during the 2019 session, the state of Minnesota passed a state law that allowed municipalities, but not counties and not the state, to change speed limits with some parameters, within some parameters, explained Kathy Lantry, a former St. Paul city councilwoman, currently the director of public works. This is for city-owned streets owned and operated by the city. We now have the ability to regulate speeds different from the way we used to. By the way, the article in the Min Post by Bill Lindeke, uh points out, Director Lantry's uh, distinction about municipalities offers an important caveat. While most streets in St. Paul might appear equal under the smooth facade, <laughs> they are organized in a complex way through multiple jurisdictions. At any given trip through town, you could be driving on a city-owned, county-owned, or state and federally-owned street. Each of those roads has a distinct funding source, different set of regulations, and transportation engineers who design and maintain the right-of-way. This is life in a one-party city. The recent rule change for the first time in generations allows cities to have more local control over speed limits. In both Minneapolis and St. Paul, the next step is one where cities on their, their streets, at least, can begin to set their own pace and use street regulations to accomplish civic goals. And when they talk about using street regulations to accomplish civic goals, what they really mean is to exercise their inner authoritarian passive aggression and make life just a little bit more miserable for those of you who need a car to get around. Because the Twin Cities were built largely at a time when the bulk of the Twin Cities lived in the outer ring of, at that time, a very small metro, really still the cities themselves. This is at a time in 1940, for example, when uh, 41st and Colfax was the suburbs. Uh, that's very much the inner city these days. The uh, the entire uh, metro, and, and you had today's bedroom suburbs didn't exist. I mean, places like Hopkins, Lakeville, White Bear Lake, Forest Lake, there are standalone small towns way out on the periphery. I mean, connected by streetcar lines and long two-lane roads with lots of stop signs to the inner city. And people went to jobs in the city, in downtown, in northeast, not far from home. And this is something that that uh, the, the people of the, the, the Twin Cities and the rest of urban America forsook after World War II when millions of Americans came back from spending the best years of their lives crowded into troop ships and barracks and foxholes and airplanes and ships uh, and said they wanted some elbow room. They didn't want to be marched around. They didn't want to wait on someone else's schedule for the rest of their lives. They had done enough of that. Uh, by way of defending democracy from the most evil dictatorship in the history of the world, well, one of the two, which was brought about the birth of the modern suburb, something that progressives have been trying to live down and turn back ever since. And the Met Council is actively engaged in today, trying to jam people into 
back into the city, back into high-density housing, uh, but trying to restrict construction on the edges of the metro by restricting the amount of sewage that can be carried out of these areas, by restricting the construction of water treatment and roads to the periphery of the Twin Cities, places like Loretto and Victoria and Maple Grove and, and uh, uh, Wyoming and Scandia doing their best to jam people back into the city proper and, in their own passive-aggressive little way, make sure that having the temerity to drive a car to, by the way, where the actual jobs are these days, also out on the periphery of the Twin Cities, along the Strip, along 169, up in Moundsview, out in Woodbury, making sure that's as miserable a, a lot in life as possible. And so what St. Paul and rest assured Minneapolis right behind it are looking to do is lower the speed limit to 30 miles an hour or I'm sorry, to 20 to 25 miles per hour on the streets they own. Not because it's going to make the world any better, just because it's going to make driving a car that much more miserable as they sit in their ivory towers and cackle away at you, you mere prole trying to get to your godforsaken job out in Minnetonka. When we come back, Tom Funk joins us. Go know. I'll be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amber in trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonials based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI, US, and of 52 weeks, 714.19 by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton. All my life, I've had energy. Energy to win gold and raise my daughters. But when menopause hit me with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. Then I discovered Amberin. Amberin is clinically shown to relieve 12 menopause symptoms. In fact, in a clinical trial, after 90 days of using Amberin, 91% of women had reduced hot flashes. 87% had better sleep. 77% had more energy. Amberin is estrogen-free. I like the fact that Amberin is not a drug and that it's clinically tested, safe, and effective. Now, thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My night sweats are less and my energy's back. Amberin works. Give Amberin a try and see what it can do for you. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine stores and see why Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. It smoked for 14 hours. We know you're going to love that pulled pork. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. We want the bump. Yeah, want the bump. I'll be the bump. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. All right. 
It's that time of year, convention time coming up here. And uh, again, uh, we're, we're, we're looking here at the, by the way, time to welcome back to the broadcast, Tom Funk, uh, current mayor, I believe, of Victoria, Minnesota, if I have that right. Uh, that is correct. Get Thank right you. on that mic there. Mm-hmm. There you go. And uh, running for, I want to say, I'm trying to remember, District 47, right? Right. Senate 47. Senate 47, uh, the Chanhassen area. Uh, one of those races, by the way, just for the record, that is, oh man, what too many good people. You and, and longtime <laughs> friend of this broadcast, Julia Coleman, who sang backup on my album, by the way. Oh. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, the one thing she can say that you cannot and never will. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you don't want me singing, trust me. Oh, tr- trust uh, trust granted. No, mm-hmm. seriously, folks. Uh, one of those things where we need you both to win something out there, <laughs> both of you in St. Paul. Uh, but that's up to the, the uh, activists in District 47 uh, in the upcoming convention to choose here. Tom Funk, you are uh, running for that seat to replace Senator Scott Jensen, uh, Republican. So this would be, I mean, basically whoever wins the convention this Saturday, the real mission is to make sure that the good guys hold this seat um, this fall uh, in said District 47. Uh, tell us a little bit about the district, uh, Tom Funk. Yeah, thank you. The easiest way to describe it is basically Carver County, the entire county, other than a small portion of the northern part of Chanhassen. So, okay. um, uh Pretty solid uh, county as far as the Republicans are concerned, mm-hmm. right? The the issues that uh, would make most conservatives and most Republicans stand up and take notice uh, are pretty strong there, right? Uh, uh, Second Amendment, uh, pro-life, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, not a lot of surprises. Yep, and yet we thought that about an awful lot of third-tier <laughs> suburbs in 2018, and boy, did we did we get shocked. An awful lot of good Republicans uh, got retired from political life in districts that we had thought were pretty strongly Republican and also had gone for Donald Trump two years earlier. And so, uh, so, so are we, are we talking one of those swingy districts here or are you, are you relatively confident that uh, whoever gets past uh, yourself or Julia gets past the, uh, the, the primary that this should be, yeah, wh- wh- where are you seeing the, the district breaking out as far as that goes? Well, I don't think we can ever take anything for granted. As soon as we do, that's when we start to lose. The, right. um, if you look at the county as a whole, um, I think there's a r- rational argument that can be made that the eastern edge, Chanhassen and, and Chaska, are more purple um, yeah. than the rest of the county. Uh, but if you look at historically what's happened in the Senate race for Carver County, Senate District 47, the Republican-endorsed candidate uh, uh, typically has gotten, and in fact historically has gotten, more than 60% of the vote. So, Okay. Can never take anything for granted? And, of course, people are moving out from... The inner city from not just the inner city, but the first and now second rings of suburbs fleeing the inevitable results of DFL rule. But as we saw in 2018, bringing the DFL rule with them. Do you run into these people as you're on the campaign trail? Oh, sure. The uh, I've actually met a lot of different people. The In fact, I actually have some Democrats that have followed what I've done in the city of Victoria. Uh, and believe it or not, they've actually donated to my campaign. Because they like uh, a good, clean government. So as part of that, the, the, I've, uh, and these are people that you can sit down and have respectful, honest discussions. We disagree on, on, on principles on, on some of the key Republican or conservative issues, uh, but they're respectful people. And when you look at Carver County uh, over the last decade or so, and it's probably gone even further than that, the, the growth has been tremendous. I can tell you the city of Victoria alone in 2018 as a percentage, was the fastest growing city in the state at thirty eight percent. So, yeah, yeah, that that's not uh, in raw numbers. That's not the same because their city's roughly ten thousand people. Right. But but the entire county is growing like that. So there is definitely an influx of new people, and there's definitely some some folks that that aren't. Um, you know, they're coming out of the inner cities that would be probably more center or left, but. The one of the things that I think we do have is we do have a lot of people with a lot of open and, and upfront uh, uh, honest discussions. Right. So we don't have a lot of the uh, uh, radicals, if you will, causing problems in in the county. Yeah, that that helps. I mean, it can be downright dangerous, certainly daunting to be a conservative in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Uh, but that, that that's all to the good. So let's talk again about your campaign. First of mm-hmm. all, uh, where's your campaign taking you? What are you hearing from from the, the citizens of District 47? Uh, I think the my message is is resonating very well. The uh, the 
folks that I have talked to, uh, my focuses are really on uh, education K through 12 reform. I wrote a letter to the other about equity that's going on in Eastern Carver County schools. Uh, my priorities, uh, uh, should I be fortunate and in, in get the honor and the endorsement, I'll focus on uh, education, basically school choice for, for K through 12, and then uh, transportation uh, and, of course, corruption. Everybody's talking about the corruption at DPS or, or DHS. Uh, and so those are just some of the focus areas I have. The, but those messages are, reason, are resonating well, uh, and I've had a number of town halls. I had like 25 uh, meet and greets before the delegate town halls I have scheduled now. And in, in uh, the vast majority of people that I speak to, uh, the message is resonating really, really well. This school issue is really become a hot topic in, in Carver County, especially eastern Carver County. What, what's with the school issue? I mean, I live in St. Paul where the issue in the school is a, a an atmosphere so chaotic no one can learn, and that's just the teachers. Uh, <laughs> what issues are you dealing with in, in Carver County? Uh, the short answer is, uh, to give people a perspective, the school hosted a, a meeting that was, or a training called GAIR, uh, Government Alliance on Race and Equity, wow. uh, put on by the League of Minnesota Cities, and the GAIR training was actually, if you look at it, the logo is CSI, which is a George a Soros-funded organization. Mm. Um, and this was all done because uh, the the school district created an equity advisory council. Um, so I went to that training as mayor, and that's uh, uh, when I started to hear things like, if you say the Pledge of Allegiance, you're operating with Christian privilege, or where they're twisting our founding father's words and saying uh, um, all men are created equal. Uh, and if you actually define that as anything other than only white male landowners can vote, well, then you have white privilege and you need to be reeducated. So this is the kind of thing that they had in the schools, but it's it's far beyond that. Yeah. I started doing a lot of the look uh, details, working with a group of concerned residents, The and these citizens have been going through with a fine-tooth comb all of the budget and everything else. Here's the reality. For more than a decade, students have been open enrolling out of Eastern Carver County School into Minnetonka. The That school district, Eastern Carver County, spends about $1,500 per student per more and pays their teachers on average about $8,000 a year less than Minnetonka, but yet they produce 20%, uh, uh, they produce, uh, in terms of percentage for math and reading, low 60s. Minnetonka, the percentages there for those students are in the, in the low 80s. So wow. they spend all this money, but yet they deliver inferior results. Wow. Okay, that's worth looking into, and uh, for, for, certainly. And, and it's, and I, by the way, as a St. Paul taxpayer, I think that's a, that's a high-grade problem right there, <laughs> if only. Uh, count your blessings. None, nonetheless, uh, you do want more for your money, especially when you have the options and the blessing of a functional two-party system, <laughs> uh, which is something that all of you living in the Western burbs need to fight for, because I'll tell you what, when you have a one-party government, uh, it's the worst. Anyway, so, uh, what, first of all, how can people find out more about your uh, campaign, about your candidacy, what you need, what you're going to bring uh, if you if you are endorsed and elected, uh, Tom Funk? Where can people find out more? Uh, thank you. Uh, Tom Funk for Senate on Facebook and my website and the same thing on Twitter. Okay. So uh, we'll post that at shotinthedark.info at some point here today as soon as I get a moment here. But uh, yeah, so uh, what, uh, what, what's, what's been your favorite part about campaigning so far? It's actually sitting down with people and having conversations, right? Uh, either one-on-one -on -one or small groups of people. The I think some people are more comfortable than than when you go to a larger group and you have, let's say, twenty or thirty people in attendance. Uh, maybe they're a little bit intimidated, but when you sit down with two or three people and you actually say, "So tell me, what from your perspective, what are the issues? What what should we be worrying about at the county level? What should we be worrying about at the state level?" and then People tend to open up, and then they start to ask questions. And I love that interchange, right, that yeah. dialogue. It, it, you learn so much about what, what is going through people's minds, what they're concerned about, and it's an educational process. Because a lot of people, for example, that gear training I went to, people had no idea that was going on in the school district, right? right? And here's the funny thing. I had a recent town hall where a school board member there accused me of bringing politics into the school. <laughs> but here's, here's the truth. Yeah. Uh, Don Zell Leggett, who ran against Greg Bowe in 18, yes. he's appointed to that to that Equity Advisory Council, and he was on it, and he was on it before I ever even got involved. 
<laughs> so for them to cause, you know, accuse me of bringing politics into it, it's like, you know, pot calling the kettle black. It's just ridiculous. Oh, of course it is. And of course their, their audience is not especially into checking facts or thinking critically about these sorts of things. That's one of the things you just sort of have to accept if you, you learn that if you deal with St. Paul DFLers or, or gun control activists mm-hmm. uh, long enough, you, you do learn that. We're talking with Tom Funk. Can we keep you one more segment here, Tom? Absolutely. All right. Excellent. We're talking with Tom Funk, who is running uh, for the nomination to run for uh, to run to replace uh, Scott Jensen in Senate District 47. Uh, give us a call if you got any questions for uh, Tom Funk, current mayor of Victoria, Minnesota, 651-289-4488. Or you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. That's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Yes, it's a 16th anniversary show. Yes, I'll talk more about that in a moment. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to 33 to 65%. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, we recently launched our daily newsletter, the Daybreak Insider. It's your first look at today's top stories. You get a rapid-fire look at today's news from a conservative viewpoint. Detailed, but concise. Just got a couple minutes? Do it. We've created the Daybreak Insider just for you. Subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Use keyword subscribe. The website will do all the thinking for you. That's what it's there for. That's 
Patriot Daybreak Insider. I start my day with it. I'm alive. I'm waiting for it every morning once I get my coffee. The Patriot Daybreak Insider, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, uh, where we've had a few people join us here so far today, and there's always room for more. We're talking with Tom Funk, and during the break, uh, and, and actually during our first interview a few weeks ago, we were talking about really the extent to which the swamp has slopped down Highway 5 to Chanhassen, to Eastern Carver County, to Carver County in general. And in duking it out with the educational industrial complex in the Eastern Carver School, which you just described as being something of an underperformer for the money that gets pumped into it, the the battle that you as mayor of Victoria have had to do with parts of the nonprofit industrial complex that has glommed onto this and, and, and how it shows the, the, the sort of I don't want to use the term conspiracy, but this this network of the DFL, the public sector unions, and all these nonprofits and consultant organizations and political action groups that all tie together in terms of money, people, power, influence, training. Uh, you had an episode you talked about in Victoria. Uh, go ahead, Tom Funk. Tell us about that. Well, recently, the I brought forward a resolution to withdraw Victoria from the Green Steps program. Um, and as part of that program... Uh, there is involvement by the Met Council, and that involvement wasn't really well known. Now, um, Green Steps, for those who aren't familiar with it, who don't uh, live under its aegis, what's the Green Steps program? So Green Steps, in simplicity, is basically a group of uh, consultants that work with the uh, people in the Pollution Control Agency to draft ordinances and policies that cities can ad- adapt. Right. Uh, and then over time, as you adapt uh, or adopt more and more of these policies, there's steps one through five. Um, as you get higher in that uh, order, some of these things become more and more uh, prescriptive and required, vice uh, optional. Okay. So th- the the difference is they always say the program's optional and you can withdraw at any time. But it kind of they've got it set up so they kind of suck you in, and then as it, over time you get more and more, and you get these nice awards, and look at we can hang this on the wall, <laughs> right? And in essence, behind the scenes, you're solely losing control from the local level and transferring it up. Yep. Um, so there's the green steps. But what happened, and this is I found this extremely fascinating and also illustrative, when I brought forward the resolution and said uh, the city of Victoria had entered the program before I became mayor. I wanted to withdraw us from it. Um, we lost that on a 3-2 vote. But what was interesting is the speaker that came in that spoke at Plymouth when Plymouth decided not to join the program exposed the fact that the Met Council funds a lot of those environmental groups <laughs> that work with the Pollution Control Agency. Yeah. And on the Green Steps website, their Met Council logo was, was prominently displayed. You know what happened after Victoria said, we need to get out of this? Um, all of a sudden, you go back to the Green Steps program. The Met Council logo is no longer on display. It's really minimized, and you have to read the fine print. And to me, that just shows that they're not being transparent of what they're trying no. to do. They're trying to hide the fact that they're involved in this and behind it. And years ago, actually during the 2010 election, I worked with a number of other conservative bloggers exposing the network of nonprofit groups and fundraising groups and shell organizations that are holding tanks and laundries for money coming from progressive plutocrats and and the big, the big packs and funneling it to uh, Democratic politicians, large and small, and and using all these nonprofits as training grounds for the next generation of of sinecure apparatchiks. And this is what you are running into uh, in in a place that had been, I want to say, fairly immune to it potentially before. I mean, you don't you have not had to deal with the likes of Pacific Education Group per se in your schools in 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 Eastern Carver County. But you're talking with people who are using the same kind of rhetoric, the same idea of all all the existing order is built on white privilege and oppression, as opposed to actually getting the job done and accomplishing something and, and working to, to redress the wrongs of the past while moving everyone forward. No, 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 no. <laughs> we got to go for the name calling and, and, and dwelling and, and dwelling to the immense profit of our consultant and nonprofit industrial complex class on this sort of baked wind. So this is, you're right, the term is illustrative. It does illustrate kind of what conservatives are up against in places that used to be pretty much uh, unspoiled ground not too terribly long ago and and, uh, regretfully aren't anymore. Time to wake up if you live out there in the third and fourth tiers of suburbs. 
they've already ruined your Roseville's and your Bloomingtons and your Edinas are well on their way and you know, they're, they're coming for you. <laughs> so it's time to, to wake up anyway. Uh, so we, we got uh, waning minutes here of, of our segment, Tom Funky. We're running uh, in Senate district 47, running in the uh, convention next week uh, mm-hmm. against longtime friend of this broadcast, Julia Coleman. I wish you both well. I, I'm in that awkward position here. Thank I have you. to wish you both well. And uh, may the best person, well, find some other way of serving in the public <laughs> and pushing back. Let's just say that. But uh, people want to find out more about your campaign one more time. What can people do? Yeah, please uh, uh, go visit my website, Facebook, Twitter. It's all Tom Funk for Senate. The um, And if you've got any questions, uh, my contact information's on there. Feel free to, to reach out. I'd be more than happy to meet and talk with anybody. You're in the last 168 or so hours of the campaign here. What's uh, What's this next week? on on the trail I have in store for you. Well, the the anybody that's been in this, the the way I approach this is uh, in, until the vote is done and counted, I'm assuming I'm behind because you just you never want to assume that you're ahead. So, right. uh, I think between now and then I I'll probably get about 6 hours of sleep. The in the meantime when I'm not, you know, uh, uh, taking time off to, to sleep for six hours, I'll be out there door knocking. I'll be out there calling people. I'll be out sending emails. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably get a little more than six six hours of sleep, but you get the point. You, you and Julia ever run into each other out door knocking out on the street? Just got to ask. Have you ever two, have, have, your, your entourage has ever run into each other out there? Uh, the not... Uh, We've been at events together, okay. well, GOP events, but I haven't actually bumped into her on the street. The, but I will tell you, it's been very polite. There's been uh, none of the nastiness, right? And I hope that continues through the end. Neither of your supporters could be mistaken for Bernie bros. That's a good thing. So, <laughs> Tom Funk, all the best. Uh, convention next week in Senate District 47. Uh, all we know is that conservatism has to win in that district this November. That's what here, matters. Here. So all the best to you. And uh, thanks for coming out here today. Go ahead and Enjoy that gorgeous day of door knocking weather out there, and I uh, hope you have a great day today. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. Website one more time. Uh, Tom Funk for Senate, uh, uh, dot com. Tom Funk for Senate dot com. I'll post that at shot in the dark that info shortly here. Thanks for coming out here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Again. All right. Uh, so we're uh, getting down towards uh, the serious business here. We're actually getting into conventions and endorsing people and uh, figuring out who's going to be running for things. That's where it gets exciting, folks. Stick day tuned. One more segment to go, and it's kind of a big one. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Master Pool and Spa. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. Save up to thirty-three to sixty-five percent. Come in and we'll prove to you we have the best products at the lowest possible price. Master Pool and Spa is Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Drive a little and save a lot. Some of our clients have driven hundreds of miles because the deals are that good. Master Pool and Spa's blowout sale. This is your chance to save big. Save up to 33 to 65%. Free delivery and trade-ins welcome. 18-month interest-free financing. This is a limited-time offer. Master Pool and Spa. Visit us today at 394 in Louisiana and St. Louis Park. Look for the big blue sign. Check us out online at masterpoolandspa.com. Masterpoolandspa.com. Or call us at 952-253-0665. That's 952-253-0665. If your house needs new windows, you may be justifiably concerned about the upcoming parade of three-hour window presentations. High pressure, high priced, and all say they have the only window in the world that is right for you. Well, this year, do the opposite. I'm Ryan with my three quotes, the one-of-a-kind free service that's the exact opposite of the typical window buying experience. First of all, I'm respectful of everyone's time. In less than an hour at your house, I'll have all the info I need to email you installed quotes on any window brand from multiple local contractors. Secondly, we find the best options based on your needs in your house. Whether it's Marvin, Anderson, or local vinyl brands, I know where to get you the best prices and quality. Thirdly, zero pressure, guaranteed. You move at your pace, and I'm always available to provide more options or meet you at showrooms until you're confident moving forward. When that time comes, I'll write up the order and do a walkthrough inspection when it's done. And did I mention I have the same free process for siding and roofing? Visit my 3 Quotes online to set up a free appointment. That's the number three, My 3 Quotes. 
It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Join Dr. Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour. That's am1280thepatriot.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Quick reminder, my band Elephant in the Room is going to be at Neighbors Bar in Albertville, Minnesota, two weeks from this coming Friday, or three weeks from from last night. Hope you can make it out there if you're in the Northwestern subs. It's a lot of fun. Me and the whole band will be out there doing our thing. Hope you can join us. 651-289-4488. Hey, with us before we go to our uh, anniversary segment here, uh, from the Minnesota Voters Alliance, Andy uh, Selick joins us here. Andy, welcome to the Northern Alliance. Uh, what's new? Hi, Mitch. Well, thanks uh, for taking a moment. Uh, first, I want to congratulate you on the success of the Northern Alliance um, and anniversary. I've been listening every Saturday since 2007. Uh, when I'm in the car, which is when I listen to the radio, and I just love your show. Excellent. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. So uh, we appreciate yeah, the work you do. News. I have some really good news to share, just real briefly. Uh, for those of in your audience who haven't heard, we you were talking about St. Paul earlier in the, in the hour, and we had a major federal court victory against uh, St. Paul in Minneapolis. All right. Where, awesome. Uh, a federal judge slapped down St. Paul in Minneapolis for requiring – every landlord to have to distribute voter registration applications to all their tenants, which right. is just another vote harvesting effort by the Democrats. Excellent. So is this going to take effect immediately then? Are they going to be enjoined from uh, forcing landlords to do that uh, from now on? Or what? From the way I read the uh, opinion, it takes effect immediately. So all the landlords that no longer want to have to be burdened with distributing voter registration information and, and applications in four different languages, they can focus on, on the business of, you know, being a landlord. <laughs> That's right. And, and not an agent of the city. Or whatever part of being a landlord that the St. Paul City Council is going to allow them to do, because, of course, they've been uh, noodling away at that for a bit here, too. Uh, really quick before we go, we, by the way, we need to have you on the show here one of these next weeks and talk about uh, exactly where everything is. I have to presume that now that uh, Steve Simon has opted to comply with all of these successive uh, court orders to cough up the information that you've been looking for from right. him, Andy, he's, he's coughing it yeah. all up? Yeah, absolutely. We Well, I mean... Ep- I mean, I'll touch on it. He has not given it up. Ah, shocking. We're waiting for the Supreme Court to uh, opine on it. As you know, we won in the Ramsey County District Court. We also won unanimous vote on the three-judge Court of Appeals panel that the data that we're seeking is uh, public information, and that data is needed to basically evaluate the Secretary of State's performance. And, And typically the Supreme Court takes three to five months to issue an opinion. That's what I'm told. That's the typical window. And we're at month four right now. Oh, fingers crossed. Let's uh, have your people call my people when we get down to it here. Okay, Andy? We'll do that. Thanks, Mitch. Congratulations on the big win in St. Paul. Uh, Thank you very much for uh, joining us, and we'll have to definitely get get together for an hour on on voting uh, integrity issues here. So today is day one of year 17 for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. It hardly seems possible. We're heading rapidly towards uh, 18 years on the air here. Uh, far and away, the longest s- single stretch of conservative talk radio anywhere in the Twin Cities. Yes, I know Jason Lewis was on the air forever, but there's a couple different hitches. Uh, so 16 straight years as of yesterday. It was March 6th, 2004. And uh, I don't think anyone involved can forget it. First of all, it was something that is just so very, very improbable. 
uh, people ask, where does the name the Northern Alliance come from? And it really started the previous year, maybe a year and a half earlier, in 2002, when Hugh Hewitt, that's right, Salem Radio's morning guy from D.C., Hugh Hewitt noticed that a bunch of his favorite conservative blogs were from out here in traditionally uh, liberal uh, metro area Minnesota. At that point, those blogs were, well, of course, lilacs.com. James Lilacs was one of the ones, of course, uh, still the big star of the of the operation. But you've got Powerline, which even back in 2002 was a 900-pound gorilla of a uh, of a conservative blog. Uh, Captain's Quarters, Ed Morrissey, before he went on to Hot Air, uh, he was uh, running that blog. And, of course, our good friends, uh, Brian St. Paul Ward, Chad the Elder, J.B. Doubtless and uh, Atomizer from Frater's Libertas, and, of course, King Banyan from SESU Scholars. He christened us the Northern Alliance of Blogs after the Afghan resistance movement that fought against the Taliban in the early 2000s, late 1990s. And we thought it was a cool idea. Somewhere, uh, and we, we operated as a very loose alliance of blogs for a while there, and then I had the idea sometime in the fall of 2003 what if we were to try and do a talk radio show together? I mean, we were at that time, at the hey, back during the heyday of blogging, four, five fairly influential blogs in our various environments around Metro. I mean, I, I handle a lot of education issues, uh, a lot of local politics, obviously Powerline and Ed Morrissey handled more of the national stuff. And Frauders, well, they handled beer and whiskey like nobody else among many other things, uh, all, all of them great writers in many ways, I threw out the idea, hey, let's, let's do a show. And sometime, I don't know, late October, late fall, I guess it was, of 2003, I came to the station here, AM 12A, the page, the same station we're at today, and said, what do you think about putting a bunch of bloggers on the radio? Uh, by the way, give us some airtime to do it. And nobody could have been more shocked than I when, when they said, yeah, sure, let's do it. They, by the way, at the time, uh, were operations manager Patrick Campion and finally general manager John Hunt, who ran the place back then. They were the management that said that went and greenlit this project way back when and said, sure, let's have nine people, seven and a half of them who've, uh, of whom have never done radio of any kind before, really. Uh, well, not much radio. Uh, let's give them a couple hours of airtime every week to do the voodoo they do. And they did. And it started March 6th, Saturday, March 6th, uh, 2004, 12 noon for three hours. I was basically the traffic cop. I was the only one who'd ever done radio for a living. King Banya had done some college radio. I think John and Scott had been on one of the local talk show audition. There was a, the evil talk empire used to do a uh, sort of amateur hour show. Just say, hey, fill in uh, for a couple hours here and see how you do. In theory, it was sort of a radio reality show. It didn't really work out that way. But anyway, John and Scott had done a little bit of radio that way. And it worked. I mean, it was a train wreck in a sense. There were nine people, well, eight after the first day, and because Atomizer decided he didn't like doing radio. And after about a month or so, JB Doubtless dropped out and. Eh, one person dropped out after Scott Johnson left in February 2005. And then we split into three different shows. Uh, John, Chad, and Brian from 11 to 1, myself, Ed, and King Banyan for a while from 1 to 3. And then King met up with Michael Broadcorb, another blogger, uh, from 3 to 5. And for a while there, we had, along with David Strom and Margaret Martine, Ran eight hours of Red Meat Conservative Talk Radio every Saturday afternoon. That was a wonderful time. And, of course, like all good things, it didn't, it, it, things evolved. Uh, John, uh, Brian, Chad, uh, and Michael, Michael left the uh, broadcast. Uh, and Brad Carlson joined us in 2011. So we are what we are today, myself, every Saturday. Brad Carlson every Sunday from 1 to 3. King Banyan, Saturday mornings from one, uh, 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. And hard to believe, 16 years. We are going to have that 10th anniversary party here shortly here. I really am going to do that this year, probably when the Keegan Cigar Patio is open, because some traditions just need to be upheld. We've always had our party at Keegan, almost always, at Keegan's. We're going to do it there again. I have a hunch. So, Marty Newman, if you're out there, have your people call my people. At any rate... It's a time of year when I also have to thank everyone that's involved in keeping the show on the air all this time. Of course, the guys. 
the nine guys who were originally involved, eight other guys besides me, plus Michael Broadcorb, who was in for three, four years, and, of course, Brad, who's been at it for, hard to believe, eight years, the newbie, <laughs> at any rate. Great to, to I will always give my thanks to all of those guys for, for joining us in this little experiment, having a lot of fun with it for a long time. But also to the people who've, who've made it possible, obviously Patrick Campion and John Hunt, the former management team here at AM 1280, and for the last, I don't know, seven, eight years now, uh, General Manager Nick Anderson, who has kept us uh, going on the air and has actually expanded our role and expanded our prospects here considerably. And Lee Michaels, uh, in addition to being the afternoon guy on the sister station upstairs, AM 980, the businessman, also uh, is our boss. And make sure that we uh, have a <laughs> – and by the way, far and away, the most benign boss I've had in all my many years in radio, off and on, many of them off. Interesting to note that this 16 years is now – way longer than my first actual radio career of 14 years, starting when I was 15 years old. So for that, I am profoundly thankful. I'm thankful for, of course, all the people who have been on the other side of the glass all the years. Of course, my late friend, uh, the late, great Joe Hansen, who uh, ran it for the first year, uh, my colleague from earlier radio uh, positions, uh, started us off. Uh, Matt Reynolds, of course, was with us for a while. Irina Melanina was with us for quite some time. Tommy the H-Bomb Wynn, who's now the lead singer in my band. He was our producer for, I don't know, three, four years there. Uh, did a great job. Handed it over to Megan Fatal, who was on it for three, four years, I think. Uh, then on to uh, the Conciliere, who now is uh, one of the operations managers here and uh, carries on here. He hears voice all over the place. Terminator and the latest in a long line of people who've made me sound less awful every day on the air for that. I salute you. Thank you very much, Terminator and latest in a long line of people who have done their best to make this whole mess work. And for that, I salute you. And of course, most of all, my thanks to all of you who've been listening all these years. Andy said he's been listening every Saturday since 2007. I know people have been tuned in darn near every Saturday since 2004. I remember seeing numbers a years ago from a friend of mine who worked in advertising and showed that the average person who tuned into this show listened for 60 minutes per hour. In the radio industry, you shoot for 25 if you're, if you're doing very, very well. So that means somebody out there likes what they're hearing. And for that, I am not only thankful, but profoundly, indelibly humbled. And so thank you. Every last one of you here at the station, here at Salem uh, in the Twin Cities and nationwide, here uh, all of the people who've ever been on the broadcast before, who've ever worked on the broadcast, and especially each and every one of you at the, out in the audience for tuning in and give me, giving me somebody to rant at for 16 years of Saturdays, uh, which I would not trade for much of anything in the world. Thank you all. God bless you all. God bless America. limitless access to intelligent talk stream am 1280 the patriot with our free app your smart speaker or with iheart tune in and radio.com we live in the twin cities but serve worldwide guys waking up over and over to urinate is not okay but now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in super beta prostate p3 advanced we're talking about less urges to urinate at night less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-459-3174. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-459-3174. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-459-3174. 1-800-459-3174. Tall bunion plumbing and drains. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Whoever said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure might have been dealing with a clogged drain line. Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains now for a complete line checkup. Paul Bunyan will use their camera to see exactly what's going on. They'll clean the main line for $175 or a secondary line for just $125 with no trip charge. 
Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit heypaul.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market saturation for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Your first year of Christian school is half price through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half price Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, the 